Welcome to this week's episode of the Ramblin' Runnels podcast. Welcome. Hosted by Jesse Runnels. And uh, always joined by my lovely wife, Jillian Winters. Chronic guest. Chronic guest. Um, this week we are in that in Louisiana. We are in uh, St. Louis area. Um, we're here on vacation. Is that a question? Oh, uh, yeah. I wasn't technically sure what's going on here. Like, what, 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 what's this visit all about? Well, we're not working. Oh, so yeah. So, actually, uh, I do have to work, but. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess it is. It's vacation. I don't know what that means anymore. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Although, when I told my parents that you hadn't been on a vacation in, like, two years, my mom was like, well, what was our trip to Natchitoches? I was, like, so offended that that didn't count. And I tried to explain, no, I meant, like, a vacation that's more than a long weekend. Oh, wow. Sorry. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the trip to Natchitoches. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. So, we're in Chautauqua. Maybe we can give a little history of the Chautauqua. Okay, so, uh... I meant me. Do you know the history? No, I mean, I didn't want to say the location. Like, I wasn't... I'm trying to avoid, uh... Well, no one's going to come following us. I'm just being paranoid. Whoops. Oh. Go on. So, we're at Chautauqua. Oh, whoops. Which is a summer community. And it's, um... It's very relaxing. It is... Full of greenery. It's a valley in the mis- um, right near where the Mississippi and Illinois River meet. And it's really interesting. Now, there's only like 10 Chautauquas across the country or something like that. Um, but they started out in the early 1800s or late 1800s. There were like thousands of them. And they started out basically as summer camps for adults and families. Um, Not like camps where you think of where you're just canoeing and everything, but um, they were educational. So um, back before, basically they're like BuzzFeed of the 1800s. Like when you want to like learn a little bit about everything, um, you would come to Chautauqua. There'd be guest lectures. You'd come stay for a week or two weeks um, and get to hear speakers. You'd get to learn things. You'd get to um, do physical activity. So it was kind of a way to... Um, hear what was going on in the world and what be a part of the big movements um, prior to the internet or the radio. The radio is really what kind of killed the Chicago movement um, because then people could hear news, they could hear speakers, they could hear all the different things kind of going on in the world that they did have to come to in person um, or read the newspaper. Um, so Chicago movement was really big for a while, um, and then it kind of died down, and it became just permanent ones, so the three pillars are supposed to be education, religion, and exercise, that's not the right word, basically like physical activity. Okay. Um, so recreation, maybe is the word, um, mm. and so there's still still has a summer-long program of 
different concerts, different speakers, lots of educational opportunities, a lot of fun opportunities. Um, so it's a, it's a good time. It's pretty cool. It's worth reading up about and kind of looking into if you're interested. The main Chautauqua is Chautauqua, New York, called the Chautauqua Institute. And that's like fancy, fancy. Like they have, their concerts are like real concerts, like Harry Connick Jr., like that kind of level. We get like the Alton Brass Band. Yeah, it's like the Catskills of New York almost, probably there. New York? No, it's Western New York. Yeah, but I'm talking about the same kind of vibes, like uh, the Catskills have have a lot of that kind of stuff. Have a lot of concerts? Yeah, or, you know, like yeah, entertainment. Yeah, mem- but yeah. it's for members only. Yeah, but you... So I it's, mean, private, I just, it's private concerts. I'm trying to make a comparison. Yeah, it's like Dirty Dancing. It plays in Dirty Dancing. The Cat Schools of New York has, like, summer lodging, and people stay, and they do kind of stuff like that. But you don't have to be a member. They're private. Oh, uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, I think people, like, rent and stuff there. Yeah, no, you have to be approved to rent here. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, so there is a little bit of that. Um, hashtag privilege. Uh, but it's really... it's. And really, it was wonderful for me growing up here because it really helped just, you really feel a sense of ownership and community, so it really helped with confidence, I think, mm. um, because you, you feel like, you know, this is your home, your territory, you are part of a community, so it, it helps um, make you feel like you belong, you know, so that, which I think always helps with confidence. Yeah. And you also learn a lot of skills. You learn mm-hmm. how to dance. You learn to put kickball change. So we have a pageant for kids where they dance. Oh, okay. It's real cute. I was real good. Actually, no, I wasn't that good. Well, you said kick, You said kickball change? Yeah, where you kick and then shuffle change. Oh, you're saying that's a dance movement. Move. Yeah, okay. Just so I was confused. So make sure the listeners... Have the clarification as well. Yeah. Okay. What else are we going to talk about? Um, let's see. Uh, should I wait to do the current events or? What else will we talk about? I don't know. Uh, it was our, it was my brother-in-law's birthday mm-hmm. the other day. Happy birthday, David. And he just got well, they just got engaged recently, it mm-hmm. feels like. Feb- February, March. Oh, that's when it was? I think it was early March. Okay. Maybe Feb. And, um, and it was good seeing them. Yeah. Him and his uh, girlfriend, or fiance now. Fiance. Fiance. So, uh, yeah. That, What's that, that noise? Somebody's mom... Turned on a lawnmower around here. Some kind of heavy equipment. What in the heck? Do they not know we're recording a podcast? Yeah, we can't say no. So, that's not going to work. Um, oh, I was going to do... Oh, yeah. So, I'll do the joke of the week. Okay, I'm ready. 
Um, shit. It was a storm. Oh, yeah. So, uh, uh, people tell me all the time that, um, that I'm awfully cheap. And I am. I, I don't like spending my own money if, if I could help them. Do we need to wait until whatever the heck is going on over there stops? I don't know. All right. It's, I think they're going to be a while. Okay. So people say you're awfully cheap. Yeah, so um, I'm, I'm awfully cheap and um, threw me off. Um, so I remember one time I got money from somebody and I was so cheap as a kid that like, and I guess like I expected my dad to buy me stuff as a kid. So he didn't because he knew I had my own money. And I didn't, I didn't want to use my own money because I got it from like grandparents or something. And uh, I bought all this stuff from the store, like toys or whatever it was. And I just went, I was like, so, and then I was like, well, because he, he didn't pay for it, and I had to use my money. I was like, oh, well, I'm not doing this. And I went back to customer service and got all my money back. Oh, dang, I guess that's not fun. Well, <laughs> what? That's the story? Yeah. Is that you bought stuff? Yeah, bought stuff at Walmart. Expected your dad to reimburse you? Yeah. Or no, I, I we had the... We had the argument. All right, never mind. He's how probably that, gonna hear this now and be ashamed. But how if you already if you went to customer service and returned it, so you spent your money on it? Yeah. So like, I was expecting him to pay for it at the line when oh. he said no because he knew I had money. And then you okay? Yeah. So I I mean I, I could have just like not used my money then I guess, but. I guess I wasn't smart enough back then. Yeah. All right, never mind. That was a bum story. That was yeah. a good man. It was that supposed seemed, to be funny? Seemed, I don't know. It seems kind of like a a tale to me, but it's not really that. No, flat. that's just a that's just a money lesson about yeah. not being a spoiled brat. Yeah. I had to buy all my toys. Really? Yeah. Well, that sucks. Every single toy. But I, I mean, I got a, I got a weekly allowance. All right, let me try something else. Okay. Um. Okay, so I'm, I'm definitely afraid of heights. Mm-hmm. Oh, this isn't really funny. <laughs> I, I can already think. It's not funny at all. It's just you peeing yourself on a heights or something? Yeah. Actually, like, no, that would be funny. Well, Louisiana is the, the, like one of the highest state capitals in the country. Yeah. Is this when we went out together? No, it's when I was a kid. Okay. So we went on a field trip there. And my parents didn't go. It was somebody else's parents. And they were like... I was on up there, like, because there's a portion of the state capitol where you can go outside and look through, uh, I guess, like, 
like a te- like yeah binoculars like a lens and I, you know obviously I was a kid I wasn't tall enough to look through them somebody held me up mm-hmm. to look through the lens and uh, yeah nope that's probably what did me in for the uh, what did the, you do? the vertigo I was frightened I was I mean I, I obviously didn't lurch off to my death Oh, Some I probably would have kicked against the wall and tried to shove us into the back. I, all, all I know is, is that that feeling of being held and look, I guess I was like a stiff walk and didn't move, period, but I remember the sensations I felt. I was, that was not okay. I never got picked up as a kid. Ever? I was too big. I mean, I guess till I was like five. Okay. No one ever picked me. Pick me up. I've picked you up before. Actually, no, I hate it when you pick me up. It's the worst. It's terrifying. Probably because I never got picked up as a kid, so I was terrified of it. Why are you terrified of it? I don't know. It feels like you're going to drop me. I don't know. Like my feet on the ground, okay? That's not the end of the world, though, either. No. I'm delicate. Okay. It would hurt. Yeah. Okay, get on to the current events. <laughs> Joke of the week. Oh, man. Dang it. Sorry, I mean. Alright. That just, that wasn't. That wasn't even a joke. Yeah, I don't know. I just kind of thought it might be kind of funny, but I guess it wasn't. No. Damn. Well. No. It's good that your dad tried to make you spend your money. Yeah. Anyways, let's move us along. Uh, so, Costco... During this uh, coronavirus time, they're stopped selling their their very long sheet cakes, half sheet cake cakes at Costco, to and they're trying to steer people towards the uh, round cakes that they have to to as they're you know I guess it's like they're trying to help people so, social distance that way. So, when you read me this, I didn't realize that that was newsworthy enough. Yeah, well, what else? There's not really anything else going on out there. It's pretty, uh, Dolesville, USA. Yeah. USA. But, um, yeah, I I mean, I think that's, and they, but they didn't announce it as a company. They just kind of did it and didn't really tell customers. So customers are outraged that they can't have their half sheet cakes. People get outraged over the yeah. most ridiculous things. Yeah, and those sheet cakes, I got one for my birthday once, like thinking, oh, this is a normal sheet cake, it's fine. No, we were eating that thing for like a month straight. Yeah. It was insanity. Yeah, so yeah, you need like 
what, good 20 people to take one of those down? Oh, probably even more than that. Oh, like, well, way yeah. more than what's legal to have at a gathering. Yeah, so, yeah. At least in Louisiana. I don't know. Well, who knows what's legal anymore or whatever. Right. It's impossible. We're in Illinois, and it's on phase four, so I guess things are loosey-goosey here. But cases are going down, so that's fine. But Louisiana really screwing the pooch. Yeah, um, whatever. It's not whatever. People are dying. Yeah, it sucks. People suck. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's, yeah, it's unfortunate that people don't, don't care. But, um, oh, another current event is that Mississippi passed a law today, I believe, or yesterday. Today's Monday. To remove the Confederate flag from their state flag. And the governor said he'll sign it there. And, uh, what else? Oh, that, uh, I guess, like, in November, when they, when people go to vote for president, that they'll, um, they'll be able to decide, like, uh, propose what, you know... I guess they'll get options. Oh, for a new flag? I, I assume. I don't really... It didn't really say all that, but... Vote on different designs. Yeah, vote on different yeah. designs. And they'll have some kind of... They already have their state slogan, so they're going to go with that yeah. still. I literally cannot believe... It's been... It's taken this long? Yeah, like... Yeah. Y'all lost. Dang. Why was that ever included? Like... I, I, like, literally don't have words for why the Confederate flag wasn't immediately, like, outlawed. I mean, I guess that would be against America. But, like, this should have been part of the treaty is, like, stop flying that damn flag. Yeah. The Confederacy doesn't exist anymore. No. Yeah. It's. Yeah. They lost. So. Yes. Or my ancestors lost. Were your ancestors around during that? There was a Jesse Runnels who fought for the Confederacy. Oh. I thought I told you this. Yeah. 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 Let's not tell anyone that. Well, it's too late. Yeah. Okay, I really choose the bathroom. Okay, well, um... You can continue on. So, uh, Jill's gone, and, um... I'll be back for Kitty Corner. Yeah, so, um, let's see. Glad we're up here for this vacation. I've been kind of restless, working nights and all that, being a night owl. Um, you know, this... Pandemic stuff's kind of not fun, but I'm able to understand and, you know, try to keep other people from being sick. It's just unfortunate that others aren't, don't want to keep up with the, the health stuff and obey the health codes that need to be enforced to keep people safe. 
And I mean, I, I when I was in Japan, I remember going around like Tokyo. Someone, if like I assume like people would wear a mask in Tokyo. I remember seeing them, and I assumed it was because like they try to keep other people from being sick. So, and it's and people were awfully polite there. I remember. Nobody's really loud on trains. People just kind of ride the train and mind their business. Yeah, pretty much the polar opposite of the U.S. is Japan's culture. and uh, They have some things, right? They have uh, the best train system, in my opinion, in the world. We should get them to build trains here in America. Um, would be a, a lot better for our infrastructure. Or adapt some of their ideas. The Chicanasen, which is the bullet train. I've never ridden it, but it's, it's like a substitute for flying. The bullet train in Japan goes like 180 miles an hour. Is there some current event with it, or are you just talking about bullet trains? Yeah, I'm just talking about Japan, really. I was just talking about Japanese culture and how they, obviously, they were able to tackle COVID pretty easily because they they already were wearing masks before. Mm. Like, because people who get sick in Japan, if they have to keep going out and about, they'll wear a mask keep others from getting sick. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, um, I guess uh, it's time for Jill's Kitty Corner. We're not going to talk about this stuff. Talk about what stuff? The Supreme Court stuff. What's uh, what Supreme Court stuff? Oh. Oh, I just read that. I, I wasn't going to talk about oh, it. Oh, I want to talk about it. Um, so, right. just mention it so people are aware. So, the Supreme Court, you know, um, a lot of those southern states made um, six-week abortion bans or something, um, which is, is, like, if you can hear a heartbeat or something, then you can't have an abortion, basically. Oh, yeah. um, which, whether you're pro-life or not... Um, you don't even know you're pregnant basically until then. So like that basically is outlawing abortion. It was a it was a stupid loophole to outlaw abortion, which if you're gonna outlaw it, just outlaw it. Stop trying to like get around the Supreme Court. So the Supreme Court heard all those and said, actually no, this is not yeah, duh. You're just trying to loophole this. This is not legit. So they shot that down, so those are no longer in effect. Well they did it for Louisiana. I don't know if they did Louisiana. it for well, I think they were all being presented to the Supreme Court kind of together. Last I heard, like, well, months ago. Yeah. Um, so my only thing with that is, whether, like, not to get into the politics of pro-life versus pro-choice and all that stuff, because that's just such a deeply personal issue. Um, but what I found extremely frustrating is that one of the reasons why uh, Louisiana governor 
and his wife are so super anti-abortion is they have a child who they were told to abort that it was going to have zero quality of life and they chose not to abort it and so now they think everyone should choose not to have an abortion so that bothers me because it's like you made a choice so now you want to force that choice on everyone else like that just seems so hypocritical like just because it's the opposite of the normal choice you know that's presented um it just it's like how can you in good conscience like you know you you got you got to make that choice so how can you try and force that on everyone else yeah i don't i mean i don't really want to talk about that um well you don't really get to talk about it because you don't have a uterus okay um you can talk about it when you carry a child what like that movie with arnold schwarzenegger mm-hmm. yeah yeah if you become junior or whatever yeah. Junior. Yeah. These people are. I don't know. What? So update. That's a. I think that's a big. It's worth mentioning because that's going to be a big deal. Yeah. And also, it is a little surprise. I am actually surprised that that's how the Supreme Court went, since they are, I think, mostly conservative now. Yeah, that is, huh? Which, yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, like I said, if you're going to outlaw it, just outlaw it, trying to do some backhand loophole, whether you're conservative or not, it's that's just disrespect. Like, that's disrespectful to the Constitution and our laws, you know, to try and exhort, try to take advantage of a loophole or create a loophole. Sure. Um, but anyways, um... Carry on. Do you want to do the trip to the kitty corner now? You still don't have my sound cue up. Oh, it's like I don't. you don't even care about my sound I cue. Could, you know, I could. No, no, me. I'll just do it. Now it's time for Jill's kitty corner. Meow. Oh. I don't know why I got closer, but just want to make sure it was nice and loud. Um, so this week in kitty corner, we can only think about what we're going to talk about. Um, our kitties are at home. Without us, so it's very sad. We took Spin to the shelter to stay at the shelter while we're away, and um, I had to put him in our room cage, which is like a little it's a cage, like an animal control um, that they stay in. And he's so large, he barely fit in it, and it made me very sad having to leave him, leave him. But apparently, he's doing really good. He's out and about now. He's out in general population. We're a cage-free shelter, generally. We just have some of those cages for help cats transition or if they need to be isolated for food or something like that. Um, So he's out and about making friends. So that's exciting. And uh, we got to see my parents' cat, Bovine, who is, he's getting up there. And poor little Bob, you can tell he has arthritis, and it's really sad. But it's also not surprising because he was declawed. When um, when we got him, so let's just consider this a PSA. So basically, um, if you declaw a cat, so if you look at your fingernail, basically if you had a really long nail, that's how a cat's claw is. So 
the base of their claw is connected to the bone. Um, so if your fingernail were connected to the bone instead of the flesh, but this is roundabouts where it starts. So to declaw a cat, you can't just rip off the fingernail. You can't just take off the claw. It is connected to the tip of the bone. So when you declaw a cat, you are actually amputating at that first knuckle. You're removing part of your cat's paw bone, which is vile and disgusting. The mm. people would amputate their cat willingly to save a fucking piece of furniture. So I get really riled up about it. So then cats have chronic pain for the rest of their life. Not always, but a lot of times they have chronic pain. A lot of times they go outside the litter pan because it hurts to scrape in the litter, um, especially after they've just had their amputation. They walk weird. So that's why bovine has really bad arthritis is um, from all the different pressure that is put on his little paws because he's missing a bone that he's supposed to be walking on. Yeah. I'm very happy that a lot of states have started outlawing declawing just in general. I think it should just be completely outlawed um, unless medically necessary, which is basically never. Um, I know people say like, oh, well, what about like the old people and cats scratch them and then they bleed out and the person dies. Okay, first off, that doesn't happen. Second off, you can get little soft claws on their little nail caps that glue to the cat's nail, to their claw. And when they scratch, it's basically like scratching with fingernails instead of something sharp. It's soft plastic. Um, And they work really well. So highly recommend those if you are interested in saving your furniture um, or if you have skin disorders where you're uh, susceptible to um, to cats scratching. A note with that though, cats scratching, usually when they get declawed, since obviously they lost some of their um, some of their ability, their defense, uh, they bite a lot more often. And so cat bites are actually way more dangerous than scratching. So, really saying you're declawing the cat to help the old person's skin or whatever, you're really putting that person at much higher risk. Um, Because cat bites can get really bad infections. They can be really deep. They can puncture tendons. Um, It it can be really bad. And declawing can change, make the cat a lot meaner so that they will bite more often. So, um, yeah, definitely do your research. Um, If you're interested, just Google image of declawing so you can see the amputation. And, uh, yeah, definitely if you want to ask more about the kitty soft claws, are interested in learning more, I can tell you all about it. I mean, I basically just told you everything I know, but I can tell you where to find them. Okay. And I've, I've put them on cats. They're really easy. They're yeah. just like, you just spread out their little nays and you slip it on, and you just hold them still for like five minutes while the glue sets. And vets will do it if you don't want to do it or if your cat won't let you do it. Yeah. It's really nice. And it's cute. You can get fun little colors. Cats don't mind them. Um, yeah, we're still looking, that fat cat I told you about, Sakura, um, the big fat one we pulled from the shelter, from the animal control that I'm obsessed with, we got her tested to see if she has a UTI and diabetes, so awaiting results, so fingers crossed little bubs, isn't diabetic, but we're still looking for a foster for her because she, um, needs to be on a diet, which we can't do in our cage-free room. We just open feed, so she's 
going to eat herself to death if we don't get her a foster. So, super happy positive, Jill's Kitty Corner. Um, talking about cat amputation and a cat eating itself to death. Yay! Yeah. Yay! That's like um, a true crime cat podcast. A cat podcast. Hey, taking, anim- like I said the other week, animal welfare is surprisingly dark. you got to deal with a lot of harsh stuff. You know? Sure. People are shits. People suck sometimes. Yeah. So. Anyways, that's Jill's Kitty Corner. Um, I think that's, uh, yeah, that's all the stuff we have for this episode. Um, I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, you can find it on uh, YouTube now, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Google Play, a- Apple Podcast, um, a lot of places. Uh, I'm not really sure, honestly. But yeah, you could, wherever you find your podcast, you could find it there. And um, most places, I would say. And also, you can uh, leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcast. And that, that, would, help, that would help us with feedback. And, uh, yeah, you could find me or my wife on various social medias. Um, do you I want didn't to... say people could follow me. Oh, uh, okay, so they can't follow Jill. They can follow our cats, though. Yeah, so we have uh, we have Luther on Facebook. Luther uh, Kills No Mouse. Luther Kills No Mouse. Then we have... Uh, we just changed one of our cats passed away, and now we use that one for all his family, for all the cats. Uh, Thaddy the Fatty. Yeah, at Thaddy T H A D D Y the T H E Fatty F A T T Y. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, so you could see all our cat stuff. You could find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, Jesse.Runnels on Instagram, Jesse underscore Runnels on Twitter, and simply Jesse Runnels on Facebook. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Bye. Bye.